Greetings. Greetings, everybody. Uh, Alex Simmons here for Tell the Damn Story. Uh, I'm introducing this last installment in our Summer of Pulp series where Chris Ryan on the road was at Pulp Fest. And this is a couple of weeks ago that he was there. And he interviewed a number of writers and illustrators there. And we've been giving you um, like different episodes. We got a motorcycle going by, as you can hear in the background. We've been giving you different episodes uh, along the past couple of weeks. And this is the last in that series. Uh, this interview is with the artist Mark Wheatley and with his associate uh, Henry Franke. And they're going to talk to you about their involvement and some of the projects, exciting projects they're working on in the arena of pulp adventure and action adventure. So here's the last installment with Chris Ryan doing the interview with Mark Wheatley and Henry Franke. All right, this is Chris Ryan uh, from Tell the Damn Story, and yes, I am still at Pulp Fest, and we're going to talk with uh, Mark Wheatley, the artist, Hi. and uh, Henry Frankie. Frankie. Frankie, uh, patron of the arts. How's that? That's yes. not good. Excellent. So, um, uh, Mark's done some beautiful work, and he's got a show here at Pulp Fest. Uh, hi, Mark. How's it going for you at Pulp Fest? It's going very well, and welcome to Photo Contest of the Air. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talk to us about some of the con some of the stuff you do. Um, well, um, I, I my focus has always been in telling stories. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I've told stories in comics. I've told stories in books. I've told stories on TV and in film. I've told stories in music. Um, and I guess I'm telling a damn story right now. That's right. <laughs> there you go. So um, this art exhibit mm -hmm. has uh, seems has a definite theme. What are, what are we going for at this well, exhibit at Pulp Fest? First of all, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated has started issuing a new line of books called The Wild Adventures of Edgar Rice Burroughs. And they're carrying on the legacy of Burroughs, and they found a number of authors to do that. Fortunately, I connected up with Christopher Paul Carey, who is an exceptional writer, and he wrote Swords Against the Moon Men, which is a continuation of Burroughs' Moon series. Right. Um, Swords Against the Moon Men is an excellent book, and I was asked to illustrate it by the company, and they gave me 45 days to do it. 45 days? Yes, because they How many illustrations? Christmas. How many illustrations did you have to do in 45 days? Well, the problem was is that the first day I sat down to work, my computer was dead. Oh, no. It took 10 days to resuscitate the computer. So I now we're down 35 to 35. Oh, no. So the day I got my computer back, I got sick. Oh, no. So we lost about another week there. It ended up being about 27 days to do 18 pages of illustrations. Wow. And you work on computer. What uh, what program do you use? Partially. Yes. For, for the computer, what, what do you use? Uh, I use a program known as Photoshop. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. It's been fairly fairly well known. Yes. Uh, some yes. people may have heard of that. Yes. I used to use Painter as well. Mm -hmm. And Painter really does provide a lot of good control, and it, it gives you a very... Um, organic paint media feel but Photoshop improved their brushes about a decade ago and at a certain point I realized switching back and forth between the two programs was just wasting my time and I so made my, and I can customize my own brushes the way I like them in Photoshop. Oh, I've wow. been using Photoshop since the early 1990s, so I'm so used to it that okay. it just is a comfortable way to work. So and I work with a Wacom uh, Cintiq which is a, uh, looks like a TV screen. Okay. It looks like a tablet. You right, know? right, And right. Uh, I use a stylus with that that has thousands of levels of sensitivity and tilt 
so that it functions pretty much the way any sort of painting tool would. Now, is that the only uh, uh, way you do art? No, I, I mean, I do whatever I need to do. I did about 3,000 watercolor and gouache illustrations before I started working digitally. Wow. And what kind of trans tra transfer was that? Well, the first three days, you didn't want to be around me. I was <laughs> screaming and cursing and hitting things, but then it clicked. Because at that time, at that time, I was working with a uh, Intuos tablet from Wacom, okay. and that is just a blank tablet, and you look at the screen while you draw on your lap, essentially. Wow. And it takes a little while to coordinate that, where you're not, you know. It's different than how you would train. Yes. yes. So um, three days passed, and it suddenly clicked. I knew how to work it, and it and it became my favorite medium very quickly because it could be anything. It could be a magic marker drawing. It could be a pencil drawing. It could be a painting. It could be watercolor. It could be gouache. It could be oil. And if I made a huge mistake, I could hit undo. Do, that's <laughs> fantastic. Now, do you do you think, or would you say you're exclusive on that now? No, because oh, so if what? you look around the room here, you can see that I start with a uh, ink drawing that's done with brush and a pen. A uh, crystal I, board or what? Uh, actually, I use a uh, high-quality Xerox uh, color photocopier paper. Okay, uh, that's know, interesting. Because they Why have that? a higher standard of uh, quality control than Strathmore does these That's days. fascinating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then from there, would you scan that and then... Right. That's okay. exactly Excellent. right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and then I paint over that transparently and then opaquely and then transparently and then opaquely. Layers. Yeah, yeah, layers and layers and layers and layers and a file can grow to be, you know, nine to 20 some gigabytes. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the painting size that I'm painting is closer to this size than what you're seeing here on the table. Oh, that's fantastic. So wall size for, but, your, for your and listeners. For those of you who want to know what that is, we're going to take a picture of Mark in front of the painting that he just pointed at. Yeah. So look to the screen. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're doing some, some Tarzan work. What other kind of work are you doing these days? Well, this is not Tarzan. This is Moon Man. Oh, there's a shoot me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Moon Man. Thank you, Ray So you're close. I was you're close. You're close. I, you know, I got Farmer on the brain. That's true. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of it as well. Yes. So, so yes, this book was part of that series, but I also did just illustrate the Philip Jose Farmer Dark Heart of Time, Tarzan right. and the Dark Heart of Time book. That's where I was. They came getting. out from Meteor House. There you go. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, is there other work we should talk about? Well, actually, I should mention that. Um, uh, the reason I have this association is that I was the producer of the Tarzan comic books in the early 1990s. Excellent. And I've kind of stayed connected to the whole cool. Edgar Rice Burroughs over here. Oh, well, we have a, a, a very slight um, connection then. Yeah? Because uh, Alex Simmons, who I work with, did the Tarzan strip for a little while. He took and over from one of our guys in our studio, right. Alan Gross. And he did. Uh, yeah. He even did a trans uh, a crossover where uh, Blackjack met Tarzan and all that stuff. So there you go. Tarzan is universal, ladies and gentlemen. He gets around. Excellent. Excellent. He's immortal too. So now, Henry, if I can uh, jump to you for a minute. So, what is your connection here? Uh, I've uh, I got back into the Edgar Rice Burroughs uh, fan base about uh, 1992 and uh, wound up being the official editor of, of, an, of a magazine called the Edgar Rice Burroughs Amateur Press Association 
and, and the first artist I actually made contact with was Mark Wheatley back around Is 90, that me? There you go. Oh my God, I didn't realize I was Small world, man. ruining your innocence. <laughs> and, and Mark, in fact, and the reason I got contact with Mark was because I saw the Semic International Malibu Comics Tarzan mm -hmm. uh, that he was overseeing, and he had, uh, his, the first story published in the United States was his five-part Tarzan the Warrior. So uh, I contacted Mark, and it, we uh, established a relationship, and he actually did a cover for me uh, for the uh, Herb Appa. Uh, as years passed, I, uh, I stayed in fandom, kept in contact with Mark, we, you know, back and forth, and we happened to actually live relatively closely for, sometimes. And when I wound up becoming the editor of the Burroughs Bibby Files, which is a really is a premier fan organization, Oh, and the journal. I mean, the, the bulletin is amazing. And the, yeah. the Burroughs Bulletin actually was authorized by Edgar Rice Burroughs himself wow. in 1947. And so I'm literally the, the, only the third editor since 1947. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot that's, of job security. That, that is job security, yes. <laughs> uh, but I've kept up with Mark uh, obviously since because he has been uh, involved in producing a various bits of artwork and articles for us and in fact I might point out that he's the uh, person that is the art director for the Panthans chapter of our organization that's out of the DC Washington DC area oh, and has true. overseen covers for 20 plus years oh god has it been that long yes. <laughs> uh, there you go. And well we're up to 200 and something in the numbering so I guess so wow. exactly wow. and and in fact he, he did a special cover for us for the next issue of the bulletin of his because, Henry, you've finally gotten around to telling the story of how I did those comic books way back in the 90s. <laughs> Excellent. Now, uh, where can fans go to either join or get some of this material? Uh, there's there's two places to, uh, to visit. Uh, you can go to our website, which is uh, Burroughs Bibliophiles, B-I-B-L-O-L-I-O-P-H-I-L-S. Dot com. We have a Facebook page as well, and you can contact me personally at burrowsbibliophiles at gmail.com. Cool. So and what would the me. Facebook name be? It's uh, the Burrows, it's Burrows Bibli Bibliophiles. Bibliophiles. So it's the yes. same name everywhere you want to go. Right. Who Excellent. else would want to call their page Bibliophiles? Still, still that's okay. <laughs> Gives it a little heft. Gives and, it a little heft. So I stumbled upon it myself. So uh, various ways of getting hold of us, happy to uh, contact directly. You can find membership forms. That's fantastic. And Mark, where can people find your art? Uh, right now, they can find it here in this room at Pelt's right. That's right. Run to Pelt's. <laughs> yeah. We're in Mars, Pennsylvania. We're on Mars. Use your TARDIS to come <laughs> back to right. time. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you know, I do a lot of work. So if you want to see it in published form, uh, there's things coming out in comics all the time. But sure. if you want to follow me online, uh, markwheatleygallery.com mm -hmm. is where you can find me. DrCthulittle.com. That's a great name. Which is my new book, which just came out, which is a mashup, of course, between the Cthulhu think. mythos and Dr. Doolittle, as yes. everyone would do, right? Yes. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a steampunk space opera. That's beautiful. Um, so DrCthulittle.com is a good place to go. And if you're on Facebook, uh, Wheatley Marks. Weekly Marks? Cool. Yes. It's my fan page, and uh, we put a lot of stuff up there. All right, so here we are with the two gentlemen that are very visually and, and through fandom telling the damn story. Yes. So thank you very much. Thank and you. And go check out all the work.